0: whoa whoa they shot in switzerland in a place called grindelwald does this mean there's a crossover between star wars and the harry potter universe i never realized this but there has to be i mean what are jedi but wizards but wizards, <laughs> but wizards? what are jedi's question mark but wizards <laughs> Two dads. One bottle of wine. A journey that will take you to the edge of your seats and the end of your mind. This is Wine Dads, colon, movie night, colon, The Reckoning. That's That's cool. What are you talking about? It's PG-13. Oh, it's... Okay. When you were younger, I would. Yeah. did you go to PG-13 movies? When you were younger than 13? Younger than 13? Specifically. Probably not. Well, did I? Huh. It's a good question. I remember that being like the greatest thrill in yeah, my life. I got in. It's like I was 11 and I right. got into a PG-13 movie. <gasps> they didn't even card me. Yeah. Because you didn't have a card. It's impossible mm-hmm. to tell. Although you probably looked like you were six. Probably. Yeah. But every once in a while, I would... You know, be an important movie mm-hmm. or like a date with Dana. And mm-hmm. I was like, I can't not get in. That's right. Mom, can you come buy the tickets <laughs> with me? <laughs> I gotta get the tickets beforehand. Let's get them the day before with my mom so that I can be sure that I get them. Yeah, that would be super disappointing. Yeah, sixteen-year-old you can't get into a Raiders. okay, not a PG-13. I could get into a PG-13 movie, no problem. At sixteen, mm-hmm. yeah, like I easily looked. At least 15, 14. Yeah, I mean, 15 and a half, definitely. Yeah. Like, so PG-13 yeah. was no problem. The problem was like an R-rated movie. What do you think is the first R-rated movie you ever saw? I know my answer. That's why I asked the question. Um, is Rocky Horror R? I honestly don't know. I feel like it should be. If it's not, it's got to it be. Definitely then again, it was made be. back in the day when the ratings were a little yeah. uh, different. I don't want the... come on. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, rated PG-13 stuff that now would be hard R, definite hard R. I feel like the more R a movie is, the bigger the R should get on the box. That is the dumbest thing I've (laughs) ever (laughs) heard. United (laughs) States... TVMA and R. So, yeah. Yeah. Rocky Horror Picture Show was the first R movie I saw, I think. (laughs) I was probably way too young to see that movie. Well, wait. Did you see it on TV? Because that doesn't count. Uh, well, I, no, I didn't see it in theaters because I'm not, you know, fifty. Years yeah, but it's like a DVD or a VHS. Yeah, it was like a DVD. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, okay. it wasn't like the, that the cut. Yeah, because if it's on TV, TV, it's cut. It doesn't count. You can yeah. see a lot of R movies on if they play on TV. Right. But mine was the Mummy. The Mummy. Yeah. That was R. It was the one with uh, Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. Yeah. yeah. And he really held that franchise together. The I other think. guy. Well, they had all of the same cast for the first two Mummy movies. Right, and then Fraser. No, he was in the third one, too. The but uh, the um, Emily Weiss... 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 Keep saying Weiss... It. I'm pretty it. sure it's white in German. She... That is correct. Yeah, um, she left for the third <clears> one, and they okay. replaced her with somebody else. And... Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> I think so. I think <laughs> you're right. I think the Scorpion King became <laughs> Brendan Fraser's wife in yeah. the third film, which is why it went off the rails. Nice. No, but The Rock was in The Mummy Returns. He was in The Mummy Returns, yes. But so was Emily Weiss in The Um, Mummy Returns. But she was not in The Dragon Emperor, I think, with Jet Li, which was the third one that I never saw. But because I've never seen it, I'm going to make some bold claims about it. And I do believe that Dwayne The Rock Johnson... It is The Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. Okay. And... Brendan Fraser was in it. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm talking. And about. I know,
0: I know. My Fraser Rachel Weitz did not appear in the third installment of the Mummy films, and her character was played by Maria Bello. Oh, Maria Bello, what a joke! Really, I was going to say she was a you know a true treasure. Well, a treasure to whom? Probably the treasureless. Well, <laughs> <laughs> according to director Rob Cohen, it was because Weisz refused to portray someone with a 21-year-old son. Wow She was all on board for a 20 year old son Mm -hmm. She's like, I will not have a son Who can legally drink drink Yeah, what's up with that? No, no, not in the mummy films, family films She actually, when her real son turned 21 Abandoned him completely Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's true, it's uh, in there Which is very interesting Mm -hmm. Went back, started over Yeah, that's the way to do it I also don't approve of 21 year olds Me neither Yeah, they're unreasonable They don't belong here (laughs) 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 Set them back. Oh, Oh, no. Topical humor. Yeah. So, what are we talking about Mm. today? Well, right now, I think we should talk about... So, the best movie that I will never get to see in theaters. That is out right now. Well, what is it for you? I know what it is for For me, it's probably... Because I've done a decent job of keeping up with all of the Marvel films... So I'm gonna say. All right, I think I know what it is. So let's just say it on three. All right, Are You ready? One, One two, three. three. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Oh, no! I was, I was, I was lying. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that, I was lying. I just saw this thriller called Crawl, and I have no context. For what Uh, it is, there's an alligator on the. Or it could be a crocodile. I'm. I'm not sure. (laughs) I'm gonna watch this trailer on YouTube right now, and I'm only gonna watch the first. Make sure you turn the the sound up really loud. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna put it right by the microphone. Great. It is in fact alligators. a Category Five Hurricane Warning. Excellent. All residents must evacuate immediately. All right. So uh, it's 11 seconds in, and I'm gonna make a bold prediction Mm -hmm. that. Because of the Category 5 hurricane, all of the alligators that were stuck in the swamp are being swept up from the Florida Everglades into just, like, Orlando. Yeah. You know? And, this is this in Orlando? They're just going to be, I have no idea, but they said Florida, and so I chose a city in Florida. <laughs> so, of course, yeah. Orlando. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah. I let's... assume Disney theme park is being sworn by alligators right now, and children are screaming. And, you know Too things soon, like that. man. Too Didn't, soon? A kid kid got eaten by oh, an alligator. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, that is actually that is a thing you? that happened. Now, let me ask you a question How do you feel about movies like this that vilify, you know, endangered species? Like hurricanes? Like the American crocodile. Oh. Wait, are they endangered? I'm. Someone, I, I I feel like there's a lot of them. I feel like every other day another one pops up that's twelve foot long in a pool in like Arkansas. Arkansas, what? Yeah. Okay, sorry. They're vulnerable, oh, but it's because it's because these hurricanes. That's no, why we gotta mm-hmm. we gotta keep an eye on these guys. And to be clear, this is the American crocodile, and this movie is about American alligators. Presumably, they just say alligator, but I'm assuming they're American. Since the American Florida. crocodile is not the same thing as it the is American not, no, It oh, is not, no. Oh, interesting. Okay. But I think Florida is the only place in the world where you can find both crocodiles and alligators. In my head, a crocodile is much larger <clears throat> than an alligator. Uh, Does that seem right? It a definitely has here? to do with the snout. <laughs> the shape it's of always the snout. The snout. You know? yeah, it's always It's um, always about that snout. Anyways, the point being, mm. how do you feel about movies like this that vilify, you know, lovely creatures. I don't think world. they're vilifying. I think they are. these creatures <laughs> are taken out of their natural habitat and forced to wander around probably a city, I assume, and they're just, they're just frightened. You know, They're afraid. They're lost. They're trying to get home. This is basically the land before time. All right? We got some little dinosaur creatures wandering around trying to find their mothers what? and trying to get to paradise. <clears throat> That's it. One of the taglines is, danger alligators (laughs) yes that's that's danger comma alligators exclamation point watch out there are humans here who are going to unreasonably attack you no it's (laughs) alligators common to this area they can be dangerous they have been known to stalk prey all caps they will hunt you yeah they're talking that sign is to the alligators the they in that is obviously humans The sign is for the alligators. They read very good English. They do better than I speak it. That's very (laughs) important. And another tagline, if the storm doesn't get you, they will they presumably yeah, being i uh, presumably alligators. the alligators but i don't have enough context right now to, to i establish. just I, I, yeah. I don't know i don't know that i like the message that this is sending how many taglines does this, this movie, movie has five is that normal lines. no i feel like that's nor more is it lines. normal to have a tagline that is one two three four five sentences <laughs> long <laughs> i feel like we're getting into summary brief uh yeah right now i don't, that's not swim a swim like hell anymore. watch your back and they were here first. I feel like this movie three. had twelve writers, and they all demanded to have a tagline. Is that is that reasonable? Writers' table I The guess. math does not add up on that. If all twelve wanted a tagline, they all wanted twelve. But yeah, <laughs> they, there were there were six of them that wanted six, that one. They really six of them one. couldn't come up with a tagline, so that was their fault. <clears throat> all right. Do I watch the next twelve seconds of crawl movie trailer? I guess. we won't be able to come for you Dad? all right I'm 35 seconds in oh wine glasses that's very important for drinking wine. I'm just thinking out loud here, but you can go and get like a pony keg or a regular keg of beer. But nobody just gets like pop, nice pop. Thank it's you. Very well done. That should be the first sound the audience hears. Well, the good news is you were talking while it was. I happening. was not. I paused. You also didn't warn me it was coming. You know, it is recorded, so we'll find out. Yeah, for we'll sure. see. We'll see. All right. It's like. Ready. Moment of truth. That is the beautiful sound of a California Chardonnay entering a glass. I'm willing to bet. Oh, not as close that as I not thought. Not an even pour. I was going to say that if yeah. you looked at the science behind the duration of those pores, it would be the exact same. That is not true. Well, I mean, there's a difference between just duration of pour and strength of pour. That was terrible. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta hold it down a little bit. Yeah, what are you? You're like holding the glass like an animal. All right, here we go. Ready? One more. One more. That was good. Yeah, that was good. Use that one. Use that take. Third take. Third take. (sighs) Hmm. I believe this wine. This is um, the Winking Owl California Chardonnay. They did not sponsor this episode. Uh, I believe we got this from Aldi for $3. Yeah, it's not good. Yes, this just, is... I think this is an Aldi brand. I, it probably is. All right, so just to let you know, best when served chilled. I did chill it. It is gross. Yeah. I, it is definitely semi-dry, all it right? Is no, it is, it is at worst watery and um medium bodied look this thing is 750 milliliters Mm -hmm. it is legally they're allowed to call it wine and that is where the similarities end with good wine (laughs) i mean there is definitely i'm looking at these notes all right we got subtle flavors of ripe apple not spoiled apple Right <laughs> Not <laughs> yes. ripe I like Ripe a apple Bitter yeah. like you, know, you yeah. know Just Just before it's ripe I want it when it's still Basically a flower That's mm-hmm. That's what I want in my apples again. Yeah Pre-fruit Yeah uh, We got pear In there We got toasted oak And a hint of spice Now personally I'm always nervous When my fruit, <laughs> My food or beverages Just say Spice Right With no yeah. details Yeah I what, like what details What is that We got turmeric In this Feel like there might be Some turmeric in this is that the spice? It. I, I don't know. I don't like turmeric in my wine, Corey, I don't... Like I don't it. Whatever is in this wine, I I don't like. I don't <sighs> like it a lot. It tastes like the wine that Delta serves you. Oh, that's a good... Yeah. That, that is pretty much it. I feel like this is a bulk wine that they decided, yes. no, I'm going to put it in a They've small bottle. They put it in a bottle. Yeah. Aldi came up with this Winking Owl brand, presumably. It's, uh... It's not good. Eric, you, you didn't tell me that you were bringing wine that was this bad. Well, in my defense, I didn't tell you anything. That's true. So, you know, that's, I didn't realize that was part of this. So I just Googled Winking Owl, and the only thing that comes up is Aldi. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you have a brand. It's a strong brand. And you know what? Their SEO is doing very well right now because they came I up first. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Looking at this, uh, this owl that's on the label. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to start making fun <laughs> of the graphic design, apparently, because I just I, I feel like it's a vampire owl. You get mm-hmm. that? It's got like a black cloak thing cloak. going on yeah. with the wink. But it's a slightly feminized owl as well, because that wink right. definitely has it's some mascara. Some yeah. Oh, wait. Eyeliner. So it has makeup. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. So I, I just found this Mashed article about this wine. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> let's and get a, in there. A quote. Is, in fact, the wine has been described as everything from tasty to terrible. <laughs> <laughs> what a mashup that is. Yeah. Well, as long it's as we describe the- it with a T, apparently. Yeah. If you could pick a T word that wasn't tasty or terrible to describe this wine, what would it be? Mm. Toasted tooth decay. Wow. I asked for one word, and you gave me three. (laughs) No, Tooth Decay is one word. Definitely hyphenated. Uh... No, no, actually, I feel like Tooth Decay might just be... Might... I think we can slam those words together. You can do whatever you want. I can. Buddy. Yep. So apparently Winking Owl is produced in California. Part of the E&J Gallo family of wines. So it isn't listed in their official portfolio because they're ashamed of it. Yeah. But apparently there's some sources that have confirmed that they do indeed make it. Is there any Chardonnay that is made outside of California? Because I'm not sure that I've ever seen a non-California Chardonnay. Sure there is. Ah, well, when you put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> then hard to, uh... Hard. I mean, yeah, you got... No, I don't think I've ever had a non-California Chardonnay. There, there, I mean, there has to be. It's not... There has to be. I've also just never seen. Yes. I've never seen a very expensive chardonnay. Chardonnay is a like French grape, isn't it? I mean, when you look at it that way, probably. <laughs> Are you talking about the California grape, chardonnay? Chardonnay. While surfing and doing yeah. other California things, right? I'm gonna take the one out to the four hundred five, and there's an awesome vineyard there with some chardonnay, real California chardonnay. I've never actually met a person like that. Have you? Ever? I have. Have you yes. met that person at a trade show? Oh, it was cool. insane. Yeah, because the guy was in a suit and uh, clearly a professional with mm-hmm. you know some sort of ranking position within a company, but he talked like a surfer dude. Yeah. It was crazy. Oh, I'm glad to know he's made something of himself. You know, I guess he has. Yeah, that's good. No, the only California people I've met were just like normal everyday hipsters. Except they they did it like five years before everybody else, so I just mm-hmm. thought they were weird. I didn't realize they were trendsetters at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, just pretty much your normal everyday hipsters that were plaid, had big glasses. Everyday hipsters just yeah, trying to make a living. Drank cheap beer. Yeah, they really were. Should we start oh, baking. God. We're going to make some Italian meatball soup. These recipe cards are great because you know, it comes with a lot of people seats. would uh, like mute their phones and definitely not have... Whatever that was. That was an ad for HelloFresh, who has not sponsored this episode. Um, Real subtle. <laughs> Listen to how crisp and clean the audio is when your ad plays. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was absolutely a mistake, but I don't regret it. Look, it is clear that Chardonnay is of French origin, mm. so there's certainly French Chardonnays. There's definitely California Chardonnays. I'm pretty sure I've seen some New Zealand Chardonnays, and there have to be many others. Argentinian so. Chardonnays? Now, what would it be like if your surfer dude from California pronounced the word Chardonnay with a French accent? Chardonnay. All right, that's probably it. That's probably, that, that is probably how he would do that. All right, thank you, surfer dude from California yeah. for letting us know. Uh, are we going to start doing characters on this show? I'm not. You are. Okay. No, yeah, I'm going to create. So that's surfer dude. Yeah. Yeah, surfer dude in California. California, surfer, wine. Maker. And I, I say that simply because my uh, my accents are traditionally bad. Um, if I ever try to do a foreign accent, it always goes back and forth between British and then, like, Jamaican kind of. Well, st- you know, those accents are bit, very similar. And then Indian comes in sometimes. Those are all very similar accents. Well, when you put it that way, thank you. It yeah. makes me feel So it, yeah. it's, you know, only the uh, most elevated mind like truly Mm. discern between those Mm. and be able to recreate them um so it's it's not it's not a problem that you can't do that you know most people in like the lower you know 80 percent of the world can't can't do stuff like that i feel like that is a hard statistic to back up but i i'll believe it you know i'm just you know what you find me 10 people i bet Two or less of them can do it. You just it good. have to do math. You're it's like, what mechanic, did I say, 80% maybe of, a, of 10 people? Well, okay, there we go. You know. So, yeah. I think that that was a dumb question
1: which about one? Chardonnay.
0: If there are any non-California Chardonnays. What do you think is the most expensive Chardonnay? I Like, from which region? Because I only buy cheap Chardonnay. Ever. You know what? If I'm going to get a fancy wine, I always mm-hmm. go Red. I always do. I feel like Chardonnay yeah, is supposed I think, to be the everyday day drinking, you know. What what time is it? Nine thirty in the morning drinking. Well, we didn't need to disclose that specifically. I'm at PM. Nine, yeah, nine PM. PM. Yeah. Right. Um kind of kind of wine. But if I'm gonna spend money on a wine, usually it's gonna be red, it's no. gonna be it's gonna be bold, it's gonna be dark. I think that's a shame. Do you? Yeah. Mm. I think it's a shame that people aren't willing to spend money on white wine. As evident by your three dollar purchase, I was very willing to buy four or five of these to add up to a decent bottle of wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, what's the average amount of money that you'll spend on a bottle of oh, wine? Average is like a, like a just to have with dinner, just every day, every, every day, day drinking wine. Yeah. I usually, for some reason, the, the brands that I like are always on sale at the grocery store. That's probably yeah, that, not a good sign. That says something about you. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I, I would say between seven and ten dollars. That's my everyday drinking wow. price. Yeah, that's but pretty I, bad, man. No, no. I, I would say anywhere in that like ten to twenty five dollar range. Mm. There's some pretty good wine. That may maybe fifteen to twenty five. That's when like. I feel like you're in the sweet spot of like value. Yeah, that's date night wine right there. Date night and wine I, is like 25 plus. Well, yeah. But, uh, but I mean, we're talking about grocery store prices versus restaurant prices. Of oh, course. right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we don't do restaurant prices. no I don't really, unless it's on my company's dime, drink wine out at restaurants because it's insanely overpriced. We have a recurring bit at work <clears> because <throat> we were at lunch um, in Alpharetta. And there was a new associate and we started making jokes about what wine we were all going to drink and she didn't get it because we don't really day drink at work events. And so she actually did get wine when none of us were paying attention and then Um, nobody else was drinking. That's awkward. It was awkward. Did and... you fire her immediately? <laughs> <laughs> she was not. She was not my employee, so I could not. She did wind up leaving the company. Is now doing great things, and I wish her the best. But I do tell this story a lot because I was very entertained in the moment because I've never yeah. seen somebody. I mean, you got to drink it there at that point, you have it, and we, you know, it was all fine. We we told her it was okay. It was an honest mistake. <laughs> she didn't get it. Yada yada yada. Mm. But I definitely put it into my spiel whenever I hire somebody now. Just you to say, let you know, don't drink when we tell you to drink. Exactly, don't trust us. It's like a reverse fraternity yeah. thing. We are untrustworthy. We yeah. will mess with you. Uh, mm-hmm. That's not really where I was going with that. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. I think most people would say that of fraternities. That is that. Yeah, that is probably true. So I, <laughs> I don't know when it comes to like at least my work environment. There's pretty much a like no drinking until dinner time or like at least after four thirty rule. I don't know if you've seen that same thing. I don't know my my industry. Is you don't drink before four thirty. Not at work. Mm, that doesn't sound right. Does <laughs> like, that, <laughs> that doesn't seem right. I would say it is rare, but if a customer wants to have a beer at lunch, mm-hmm. it is my obligation, my duty to also have a beer. If a customer starts it, yeah, yes. All right, so we've done a really good job of talking about wine, have we? I mean, we've done it at least. Though, though we have minutes of wine conversation. I want to do uh, just a quick PSA about some education. We're not wine experts. Did oh, you no. say that we're? we're oh, wine yeah, experts? I, I mean, I am absolutely sorry. A cat just started touching me, and now I'm petting a cat. Now that's Are you all okay? I can think about. Where there's did a, he touch you? <laughs> show me where he <laughs> touched. Thankfully, I have my uh, my doll here that I can show yeah. you exactly. Ow. All right, the cat is we have now two-scale dolls of each other at the top. <laughs> <laughs> just in just case. Just in case. You never know. Um, no, I'm a wine amateur at best. Um, <clears> some <throat> call me tasteless, in fact. Yeah, well, I, I do, yeah. often. I mean, I will say I'm not, I'm not happy about mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Would I buy it again? No. Probably. No. Yeah, I probably would. I'm going to slap it out of your hands. <laughs> You're you going to follow me yes. to Aldi just to make yes. sure. Are you going to wear a trench coat? Well, I always wear a trench coat when I'm out, especially if I'm not wearing clothes underneath. (laughs) I do not want to be recognized at all, especially while nude. So, I I would say I am less than or equal to a wine amateur as (sighs) well. I have some collection of wine, maybe 50 bottles, which is not very many. Where do you have them? They're right there. It's not 50. Count. All right, I'm going to spend the next few minutes counting his <laughs> wine bottles. We'll time lapse this. Yes. Don't worry. Speed Please sit in anticipation as I count. Look. That's about fifty. That's almost fifty. I mean, if you round up, yeah, thirty-eight is fifty. Now, by by levels of fifty, then that's definitely closer yeah, to fifty than it, than it is to zero. zero. Yeah. So true. it's fifty. And like by that math. same logic. I have about a thousand bottles of wine. You do, and I'm willing to sell my entire collection for a thousand dollars. I think that's reasonable. Because that's what's that average out to? You know, if we say it's about a thousand bottles, one dollar a that's bottle. A dollar a bottle. That's, that's better. A that's steal. even better than an Aldi wine. That is a steal. Yeah, and I can tell you, I've paid upwards of more than three dollars. Yeah. for all of those, three dollars and up. $3 and up. On and, average. And, you know, as much as maybe like 60 or 70 bucks. Mm. So this is a steal. Plus some were given to him. So we don't even know how much those cost. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. those have sentimental value that, you know, reaches beyond, you know, what uh, our, our concept of money. Yeah. You know, can—, can So they're very relate. unreasonably priced. That's what that means. It means they are way too expensive, but they're totally worth it because you can taste that sentimental value. I'm just saying it. But at a dollar a bottle? Who cares? Yeah, it's true. Let me ask you a serious question. Mm. If there were actually a thousand bottles of wine for a thousand dollars, would you buy it? Yes. Because that would last me years. I think... Now if I would, you, I would really reach have to, out like, to Aldi. I would really have to talk to my wife about this because no, no, that, is, that yes. is a family decision. Um, and I would probably have to start storing them at friends and family's houses because a you thousand can store bottles. Them here. I mean, no, I c I can't trust you. But um Yeah, a thousand bottles of wine would last me so long. And mm-hmm. the savings that I would see over the course of a lifetime. Mm-hmm. I mean, it takes, I, I have had some bad bottles of wine, like wine that has gone bad, but when it I has been like 30 years old. It is a so. thousand bottles of Winking Out. Of oh, this <laughs> specific wine. And I actually reached out while you were talking to the uh, director of sales at Aldi, and their bulk price for a thousand bottles is $1 a bottle. That was very swiftly done. You must have been well, chatting professional. Oh, I see. Yeah, profession. And so is he. Oh, well, very nice. What's his name? Gerald Ah, Faustine is, is he from California? No. Oh, darn it! No, he's from New York. Oh, that's disappointing for a German company. Yeah, but the director of sales for the U.S. Oh, okay. Well, that, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. No. Gerald Faustine. Yeah, Er Reinhofer is the mm. director of sales globally uh, for Aldi, and yes, it's in Germany. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad. Yes. No, they've stuck to their roots by yes. electing. A German person. Do you elect to a company? Yeah, actually, a lot of people don't know this. In Germany, they they have democratic elections to, uh, you know, elect uh, people to positions in companies. Every single business, yeah. They have the the entire uh, population come together and just... Decide who's going to run yeah. that business. It's just uh, one big popularity contest. It's really nice. It's yeah. really nice. So many incompetent people are leading businesses. Yeah, but, but the people love them. Yeah, and that's, what's and that's really what's important. Yeah. It is. Would you like more bad wine? Sure. All right. Here, let's... uh I'm trying to get more splash factor in here. I you, feel like if we... You get... poured that like a drunk five-year-old. What is wrong How many with drunk me? five-year-olds have you seen? How are you making this comparison look, right man, now? The clubs I hang out, there's people of all ages. I know that club. All right, here we go. I'm trying to pour. You're going to spill that all over the table. I am put not. Put it closer. Oh, look. It just sounds like someone taking a piss. All right, when you put it that way, it is also <laughs> when frothing. You, when you now. do it from that high, it sounds like someone taking a piss. I, I just, I just kind of figured that maybe this would help aerate the wine a little bit more. I do have a wine aerator. You do have a wine aerator. Are we going to talk about a movie? I think we are because this is Wine Dad's movie night. Movie night. Movie morning. Is that the name of the podcast, or I, is this a special episode? I feel like this is we have different series that go along, and okay. this is Wine Dad's the series of movie Ooh, night. You know what I'm really looking forward to? What's that? Gory? Wine Dad's Gangland, where oh, we man. go around and interview gangsters that are dealing drugs I think. while we drink wine. <laughs> <laughs> We're still going to do the same thing. (laughs) We're still going to critique the bad wine that I've chosen. Um, Corey's not going to let me choose the wine next time. It's not going to happen. While... a man is trying to shank us. and that's Well, he's funny. not going to shank us because we're the you know the documentary Yeah, we're no, the... I and mean, he's going to try to shank us. Yeah. I just said he's not going to succeed. I just had a really good idea. What's that, Corey? Podcumentary. Podcumentary, where we do a documentary podcast? But a podcast. Yeah. Is that a thing? I Probably already a thing. a thing. That just kind of sounds like... I'm certain, though, that Wine Dad's Gangland mm. is not a thing. We could also do Wine Dad's Vice. Yes. Yeah, feeling that. Um wine dad's history channel special aliens we're getting a lot of calls in right now for requests for uh, different wine dads did you want to take a call i think i'll take a call right now yeah who's, who's on the other line hey this is uh rod from california hello rod how are you today oh man just enjoying the waves out here just took the one out to santa monica and just been on the beach all day enjoying a sweet sweet california chardonnay That seems wrong, Rod. Uh, Everybody knows that the best Chardonnay doesn't come from California. First of all, man, that's insane that you would ever say that. Second of all, I really think you guys should do Wine Dads California. Wine Dads California. All right, are you willing to pay for the plane tickets? Because we are willing to fly to California for this podcast. I am totally willing to, when you get here, act as your tour guide and show you some sweet waves. On some sweet, sweet California Chardonnay. Rod, I need you to be honest with me right now. Do you live in a van? Oh, it looks like we lost Rod. Oh, That's poor Rod. Oh, we'll man. try to get him back. I feel but, like we were uh, just getting into it. There. Yeah, yeah, unfortunate. Mm. So let me ask you a question, Mr. Anderson. Have you seen Boo, a media Halloween? Oh. As it is now, July in 2019. Well, we try to remain topical here. On I, uh, Dad's. I, I do agree that it is time to talk about our Halloween episode um, with thrills and chills, like this chilled wine that we are drinking right now. Oh, my gosh. I, I have indeed. <laughs> I have indeed seen Boo, a Medea Halloween special. Um, and, and you know what? have you or are you lying to me right I now? have seen it and I'm going to try very hard to remember details from this movie that we saw in 2016 20- 16- no wait really <laughs> yes. man uh, uh, let me just uh, let's start with the taglines because these are hilarious. Mm. Oh, how many taglines? There are four. Okay. If you guess any of them, I will be so, so happy. One less tagline than Crawl, but okay, let's see. <laughs> Boo a Medea Halloween, tagline number one Watch out, Medea's coming. No. I'll uh, give you one more guess. Okay, one more guess. Boo who, I'm coming for you. No. Number one, kind of lame. The night she came home, that's dumb. That just sounds. I, I feel like, like that's a reference that's to somebody our who, movie that I just don't know. Yeah, that sounds like somebody who doesn't enjoy his marriage. This one I yeah. like. Okay, witch please. <laughs> All right, that that is that one's pretty good. Yeah, I like that. That has the spirit yeah. of Medea. I will say, it. however, there are no witches in this movie. They don't even play with witches. Do you feel confident in that? I'll be honest. I I feel semi confident, and so oh, no, <laughs> because it has been three years. Number three, trick or treat, fools. That is a good one. That one's that also one's good. good. That was, fantastic. and then the long sentencey one. Something freaky is happening to the family living in this house, and a woman has been sent to help. That woman is Medea. Yeah, that's way too much information, and I feel like yeah, everything could be garnered from the fact that it's a Medea movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying like, to remember dude. the. Uh, okay, so this was like Medea's niece, right? This is the main this, character? This is yeah, yeah. That's I'd rather. Correct. I'm just gonna try to remember everything that happened. Yeah, let's and, just. I mean, because that's what the people want. They want. Yeah, thought. I think they. I think they do. I think they want somebody trying to reach back through years of drunken. Um, sleepless child having memories to a movie he saw in 2016 Mm -hmm. so look i know a few things there was a frat house there was a frat house and there's a frat party yeah maybe not medea's niece maybe like grand niece grand yeah niece is because i mean she was in college age or or maybe just granddaughter I feel like niece was in there somewhere. I feel like a niece. I feel like that's an important word. You know, a lot of people that do these kind of movie podcasts, like prepare Mm. um, by watching the movie recently. Yeah. We chose not to do that. I could see that being another way of doing this. It feels like a bad idea now. Mm. but I mean, I think it's a bold move personally for us to talk about movies. In an audio only format, considering the visual nature. Yeah, completely agree. So, so I'm kind of proud of us for that. Yeah. Brave. So Tiffany, who is okay. the granddaughter? You're still you're still saying that in the form of a question. And I'm not sure if you have more information than me, or so, if you're putting this together. So Tyler Perry. Yeah. I know him. Is that girl's dad. Oh. But he is not actually Medea. But we know he's Medea. Well... (laughs) But it's not like a Robin Williams, (laughs) Mrs. Doubtfire thing. It's not that. Like, they are separate people in this universe. Well, in every universe.
1: I'm not sure you understand
0: understand what's going on. But You you know, the character of Medea is played by Tyler Perry. Mm, Well, that's not... That doesn't seem right. Okay, never mind. He played no. So Tyler Perry plays Brian Tiffany's father. Yes. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Medea plays Medea. Yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Of course. I mean, I see Medea. You know, we're in Atlanta. I see Medea around. All the, the time. time, yeah. And people are like, "It's weird that Tyler Perry's cross-dressing in public for like no reason. And there's like no publicity stunt." And I'm like, "What do you mean, Tyler Perry? That doesn't make any yeah, sense." That's obviously that's not Madea. Tyler Perry. That is Medea. Tyler yeah. Perry's probably somewhere else. Yeah, playing Brian, the father of Tiffany. Yeah, like, as I assume he still does to this day. Yeah, well, he he's one of those actors, you know, that like really gets into character and mm-hmm. doesn't come out. Yeah, so he's still raising her right a, lo- now. a lot of people do that just during the movie, mm-hmm. like the duration of filming, they'll stay in character. That uh, is it. Method, it's method, method acting. acting. Yeah, that's it exactly. Yeah, he is has taken that to another level, and basically, what he does is at the start of a franchise. He will stay in character until the last movie. And as you and I both know, and I certainly hope we have not seen the last of Medea. So he is, you know, still in the character of Brian, Tiffany's father. I assume that this franchise will continue because um, he is also immortal. little known fact. Tyler Perry. Yeah. Uh, I think I feel like everybody knows that. Yeah, I feel like I feel like everybody <laughs> knows that. Okay, just in just in case. I mean, for any of you California people that aren't in this region, you know, he is a mortal. So, um yeah, there's no reason for these movies to ever end. Look, I completely agree. Can I be completely honest with you? No. Okay. But can you be semi honest? Yeah, I'll be a little bit honest. Alright, that's with fine. You. Just a, just okay. a little bit. I love the Medea movies. They are amazing. Actually, that is full honesty right there. Corey really does like The Medea movies. Completely in love with Medea, the character, Medea, the franchise, Medea, the actress. Mm. Everything about these movies is just pure gold. And I'm not being sarcastic. He really, I mean, he brings it up at uh, inopportune moments, how much he loves the Medea movies. It's just so good. There's nothing wrong. And let's talk about the box office for this movie. So it grossed how much? 22 million wrong 73.2 million man north america just north america can you imagine how it did in china probably not well Not well (laughs) (laughs) against a 20 million dollar budget these movies are hits every time it's awesome Hmm. wait how much did it cost to make that movie i just said 20 million dollars okay does it need twenty million dollars to make this movie? I'm Probably just thinking not. out loud here. At least seven million went directly to Tyler Perry. You think so? I think he's worth it. I think he's worth it. Yeah. I mean, then again, if you're he is if you're acting, like the director, producer, writing, writer, producing, executive <laughs> producing, this this uh, movie does not have great reviews. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, pretty much any critics' website, it it has not done well but they gave it a sequel because it was a smash hit what so boo 2 a medea halloween came out 2017 the year after just lovely the ninth film in the medea series we're really going to have to see boo 2 we haven't seen boo 2 i've seen boo 2 you've seen boo 2 i saw when it first came out you saw boo 2 without me yeah wait did we see boo 2 together maybe i don't know were you here Sometimes I just turn around and you're like lurking (laughs) in a corner and then you, like a cockroach, you just scurry out of my house. I have a a little bit of trivia for you. I love trivia. What is the first appearance? Appearance. That's how you say it, right? I think it is. Yes. What is the first appearance of Medea in film and on stage Mm. and what is the most recent as of July 20th, 2019? I feel like Family Reunion was the first big movie, wasn't it? Wrong. Medea. Come on, this is this is easy. Oh well, then the Medea movie, which is called the Medea movie. No, it should have been Diary of a Mad oh, Black Madlock Woman. Woman. It was her oh, first God. film appearance in two thousand five. Yeah, and the stage play. I can do bad all by myself. Nineteen ninety nine. Oh my goodness, that, that is... is when yeah. the lovely, lovely actress Medea first appeared as herself mm-hmm. uh, on stage. Has Medea aged?
1: since 1999
0: uh, someone, yeah someone just a little bit she's kind of kind of ageless yeah. yeah um i remember being in marching band and people were talking about diary of a mad black woman mm-hmm. that didn't help in marching band at all and i yeah. never saw the movie yeah but that's a shame that's what makes me think of. It makes me think of marching band are we gonna are you feeling this right now are we gonna start our own marching band
1: no, oh, I thought we well, were going to okay, do a I'm Medea sorry. podcast. Oh,
0: goodness, I went in the wrong direction. All right, last appearance. Last. Stage and film. Go. The most recent appearance? Yes. Most recent appearance has got to be... Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. Uh, she just came out with a jail movie. and in, in, in prison. Well, no, stop you it. You have <laughs> got to turn your phone off, you animal. <laughs> what are you That doing? one was the fault of a loved one. Okay. The most recent Medea movie has been Medea Goes to Jail false no 2019 this year a medea family funeral a medea family funeral which is we're gonna add that to the list yeah. of movies i'm not gonna see in theaters <laughs> you're correct because i don't think it's <laughs> is it out of scene. theaters now it's only and July. the stage play medea's farewell oh so how, how many also like, like, 2019 what are, I, I wonder how many stage plays to movies what's the ratio here Ooh, I don't have the ratio available. You don't have the ratio available? Yeah, we'll have to get our data analyst on that right away. Wait, it's a robot? No. No? (laughs) (laughs) That's Darren. You know Darren. He's sitting right there. I'm sorry, Darren. You just seem terribly robotic. Oh, that's very offensive. (laughs) Where is Darren from? (laughs) (laughs) Darren, where are you from, buddy? Well, I'm actually from right here in Atlanta. <laughs> okay, that's... Oh, uh, well, you're just a weirdo. Yeah, it's just <laughs> kind right. of a weird guy. I mean, Darren, we love you, buddy. Let us know when you find that, Dan. <laughs> yeah, I, I will do. <laughs> Darren, are you wearing pants? <laughs> no, never. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right, well, mm. Darren is... Gone now. Gone. Yeah. My oh, wife this is, is calling me. Oh, yours too? Hello? Do I want donuts? Do you want donuts? I would love donuts. I would love donuts. Where are the donuts from? Where are the donuts from? Yeah, we're recording right now. You're on the podcast. Hold on. Here, let's... uh, We've got our first caller, Dana. Dana, how are you doing? Doing great. Sweaty. You're sweaty. Wow. Tell us more about that. (laughs) The the listeners love to hear about sweaty women. (laughs) Long walk in much Georgia, we are going to go get some Krispy Kreme donuts and replenish all those lost calories. Are they hot and ready? What? I mean, you can't go to Krispy Kreme unless the sign is on. Unless the hot and ready sign is on. Otherwise, they're okay, just. I think you're first of all thinking of Little Caesars hot and ready. The Krispy Kreme that is just is a just... hot sign. Is it just the hot sign? Yeah. That doesn't seem right. <laughs> Look, Dana, could you. Uh, What is it? You don't don't keep us waiting. Almost, uh, all right. I'm something. To get over, but how so, this is really good material. <laughs> something by the way. is happening. <laughs> Look, I'm all down for donuts. If you could get me some some cake donuts or something else, what the hot hot and fresh? Maybe hot and fresh. I think it's just hot. It's just a hot sign. Just hot. It's a neon sign that says hot. Okay, hot now. Hot now? Wait, is she talking about sweat? I'm yeah, trying... are you hot now still? Me and, and the donut, both. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my kind of breakfast. <laughs> Darren, come on! <laughs> yeah. Why don't you boys text me your donut orders, and we will be on the way with the hot now. At least six hot and fresh. Yeah, we want a Little Caesars pizza, too. Hot and ready. Only if it's hot and ready. Yeah. Not BK. Can't have it your way, but I will bring you donuts. Let me know. This uh, podcast has not been sponsored by Burger King or Little Caesars or or Krispy Krispy. Krispy. (laughs) Kreme. Bye. All right, that was uh, Dana, the lovely, hot, sweaty Dana. So what I've learned from this is, if I had answered the call from my wife, I could have gotten the donuts first. Yeah, and your wife could have been the first caller into the Wine Dad's podcast, That's she true. was not. Actually, she was not either. Rod from California. Oh, Rod from California. Yeah, yeah and then Darren, who wasn't well, a he caller didn't call in. in. Yeah, you know, he's he just, just here without here. pants. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know that's his choice. I'm not. I'm not, not going to tell yeah, him. He lives his life, life the way he lives yeah. his life. Yeah, that's Darren's fine. a good guy. He he gets us all the data. Is he finished with the data? Yeah. No. No. He's still working. Uh, on the data. That might be something that happens yeah. after. This. That's <laughs> probably that. that that's going to be extra bonus content. Yeah. Yeah. data. Right. So I wanted to talk about the fact that <clears throat> the most expensive house in Atlanta, according to a June 24th, 2019 article from the Atlanta Journal Constitution. Mm -hmm. was Tyler Perry's former Buckhead Mansion. Can you guess how much it is on sale for right now? I'm going to say $128 million. That's so close if you round up, like super hard. Uh, It is $25 million right now. And (laughs) (laughs) it is currently being sold by entrepreneur and evangelist David Turner. And that is somebody I've never heard of. I don't know if I'm just kind of down on my evangelists right now. Um, As far as the evangelists that I know of, David Turner is not one of them. Yeah, as far as I know he's an evangelist, Um, that's... I think, I think he's an evangelist. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So he purchased the I property. I also think he's he he just bought the Tyler Perry mansion not that long ago and is now selling it. Oh, well, you're right. That happened in 2016. There you go. There we go. All right. He purchased the property at 4110 Paces Ferry Road from Perry. For okay. You can't just be giving out people's personal this addresses. This is on the internet. Come all on, right. It's there. Back. Look, it's on the Atlanta if Journal. If you're ever going to get Tyler Perry on the podcast, you you got to straighten up. Believe me, ride. this house has gates. And a guardhouse. There's a guardhouse, all right? They will actually shoot you if you try to go to their house. No, they so, won't. I mean, actually, he's an evangelist, so he'll probably, you know, preach, I guess. Preach at you? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I assume he has his staff trained to do that for any intruders. He bought it from Perry for $17.5 million in 2016, and it is believed to be the priciest single-home residential property ever sold in Metro Atlanta. Seriously, Mm -hmm. you should look at the pictures of this because it seems like my future home. And it's definitely my future home. French provincial mansion on 17 acres of prime real estate remains the most expensive home currently on sale in the area. It's been on the market just shy of two months. So what I'm seeing is when this podcast blows up, Mm -hmm. this is going to be the official home of Wine Dad's podcast. I strongly doubt that. I do have another fun fact about Tyler Perry, though. What? Go on. Of the. I'm just going to count them out loud because numbers are hard. Darren's working on that other thing. Yeah, it's okay. You have fingers. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. Of the 24 movies that Tyler Perry Studios has produced, Tyler Perry has been credited as director, writer, producer, and actor in. 1, 2, 13, 14, 15 of them. Wow. You know what? You said the total was 21? 24. 24. So, so only nine movies. I'm really proud of him for allowing somebody else to come in and write those nine movies no no he only didn't write two of them oh goodness i was wrong that was yeah (laughs) that was he was director writer producer and actor in 15 of the 24 he wrote all but two of them directed all but four produced all of them and acted in all but seven this guy has a lot of energy a lot he is of a, He is a yeah. a true Atlanta icon, mm-hmm. I think. I've actually seen billboards advertising his films and trying to get people into the film industry for it, yeah. which is <laughs> frankly very exciting because a lot of that is happening in the Atlanta area, and I hope it still does. Have you ever run into a filming location around Atlanta? Filming location around Atlanta? Yeah, like you know, you you you're driving and the roads are blocked because there's a film crew right there. Um, hello guys, this is uh, Darren just checking in on um, the uh, statistics that you asked me to run. Um, yes, so, um, uh, Tyler Perry Studios has produced approximately 24 movies and 21 plays, giving it approximately a .0, 0. 0. 875 ratio of plays to movies. <laughs> Thank you. That's frankly surprising, Darren. I was also surprised by the level of nudity in which you presented me with that information. Yes, well, the numbers don't lie, Eric. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. They indeed do not. Thank you. Thanks, Darren, for that. Uh, We appreciate the number crunching, as always. So, wow, 21 plays, 24 movies. Almost a one-to-one ratio. That's pretty impressive. That's, uh, That's a lot of work. And if we're looking at those plays... He Tyler Perry. He, mm. he not not Darren. <laughs> <laughs> not Darren. Definitely not Darren. <laughs> Was the director, writer, and producer of all twenty one, and acted in the vast majority of them. Only uh, let's see, nine did he not actually acted. really like when film actors still do stage work. I yeah. feel like that's a very British it's, thing, but I it's really like it. It does. It yeah. does. I'm like you're really flexing the acting muscles here because yeah. it's, it's such a different environment acting live versus acting on film. As I learned from Sir Ian McKellen, personally, not personally, I saw a uh, personally. A, <laughs> I saw a how it was made video of The Hobbit where he got very, very sad because it was all green screen and he's kind of a stage actor most of the time. So mm. yeah, but I like to say personally because I like that guy. Do you have anything else to add about Tyler Perry?
1: No, that was literally franchise? all
0: of the information that I had besides That's, strange yeah. memories of watching a film. Film version of a stage play. Mm -hmm. Just to let you know, I would not suggest watching a filmed version of a stage play most Mm -hmm. of the time. Mm -hmm. It is not as good as doing either of those by themselves. Either watch a movie or watch a play, and Mm -hmm. let's try to just keep those two apart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the way I feel about it. Unless the production quality is super high, and the production quality on this one in the early 2000s was not very high at all mm-hmm. yeah you need a refill there buddy i suppose i do all right you gonna... time for a refill let's play that refill music dun, 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 dun. Well, I, was, I was gonna oh you're gonna put something in yeah in oh post, okay fix it in well post. so that you can take out what i'm singing if you do that doesn't work that way i can uh, add things but i can't take anything can't. out I feel like you should be able to take something out. Uh, as far as I know, the technology where it is today, yeah, you you can only add things. You mm, can't. Take you them cannot away. delete them. Right. Okay, that's that that, that makes sense yep. now. All right, here it Here's goes. That sweet, sweet pour. Time for a refill. Mm, there's a chug in there. Did you hear that? Yeah, a little. It like yeah. swirled around and yeah. lapped over Day itself. Air and bubbles crashed. Did like a wave out of California? It, it was, was basically ghost. art. Yeah, yeah. I could feel the California coast in this. It's because I think of the salty brininess of this the wine. Salty brininess. <laughs> yeah, I think it actually has sand in it. Does it? Uh, no, it's just the color. It's the color of of sand. Of sand that has. Have you seen sand before? I mean, it's very light. No, no I mean, I've seen sand this color. I have. Have you? Yeah, it's like, you know, it's not a white sand beach, and it's not a regular beach. It's in between. That Chardonnay tone. Yeah, you know? Chardonnay beaches. It's a new thing. Yeah, that's what they call There's it. There's like a three-foot square stretch of land in California that's a Chardonnay beach. Three square feet? <laughs> that's it? It's a private beach. You know, Nobody gets in. Hmm. I are you I just, Google checking me right now? I, I'm I'm fact checking you. I'm looking at all the beaches in California right now. There's a Wikipedia page called List <laughs> of California Beaches. None of them are Chardonnay beaches. It's uh very very upper California, basically in Oregon. Some people would call that northern California, yeah. but uh, no, it's I interesting like, that you say upper California. Upper, yeah. Well, I'm a I'm a centrist as far as looking at a map. I yeah. believe in true north. So So what would you call like San Diego, like downer California? Yeah, so downer. (laughs) Definitely on the downer range. Look, if we're looking up near Patrick's Point, I am seeing... Oh, Patrick, I know that guy. You you know Patrick of Patrick's Point? Yeah. Patrick's Point State Park? Yeah, yeah, he's cool. Really? (laughs) Well, look, it does look like there is a small... On Google Maps, you can see it if you zoom in far enough. uh, It it looks about uh, just over three square feet.
1: Three. Uh, Chardonnay sponge. Beach. Yeah, You're totally
0: you right. There is it is. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that you can do Star Wars tourism in California? What does that mean to you? That means to me that if you start north and then move south or upper moving lower. <laughs> then upper going <then> downer. <laughs> yes. As downer. Said. yes. Then um, you can start in the Redwood Forest which is the forest of Endor. Um. What? Is that where they filmed it? The- yes. They filmed it in the Redwood Forest in California. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Those trees do look an awful lot like redwoods. They do. In fact, the <laughs> a little known fact, they didn't actually go to Endor to film the Forest of Endor. Which I always thought was so <sighs> lazy. But that's a little bit of movie magic, you know? Like, hey, this is actually Canada, even though it looks like Utah, you know? Look, I'm going to let you that finish. That has never happened. I'm going to let you finish your thought, yeah. but we need to talk about practical versus special effects oh yeah absolutely CGI. but we're gonna finish this off first yes. okay so you start in the redwood forest yep. that's Endor you definitely like fly some things into trees you hug some teddy bears if you find a bear there just hug it out alright that's that's the lesson I learned from Ew- Star Wars the yeah they will poke you with their pointy sticks and they will sacrifice you to their golden god but it is all worth it alright 3 is gonna be there? yeah that's sick I'm pretty sure he's still there telling stories just telling stories. Just telling stories. That's how he got that red arm. Anyway, so you go down south and you get to Death Valley. And that's where they filmed some of the scenes on Tatooine. Like the mm. scene in uh, A New Hope where um, Ben Kenobi comes up and makes the scary noise and then scares away all of the sand people. That happens in Death Valley in California. Hmm. So, and those are the only two, besides like sound stages, like domestic locations. Now, if you want to go to Tunisia... Then, yeah, we got some other options, but... Now, what was filmed in Tunisia? Also Tatooine Sand stuff. Oh, in A New Hope? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Wow, yeah, I'm looking... I just looked this up. Uh, a lot of this is filmed in Tunisia. But yeah, Death Valley, you're totally right. It's in amazing. A New Hope and Return of the Jedi. Boom. I told you, I know wow, things. Wow, look at that. Yeah. Some in Norway. I'm actually often proved wrong by Google, so... You know, yeah, kind no, of this Google. is great. Some in Guatemala... Some pretty exciting shooting locations. Arizona. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, we can add that to the list. For Return of the Jedi, instead of going back to Tunisia, they shot in Buttercup Valley in Arizona's Yuma Desert. That sounds so pleasant, and I bet it is not a pleasant place. Well, that is where they shot the Sarlacc Pit scene. Oh, yes. Not pleasant. (laughs) Giant death demons in the sand. That's, uh... Whoa. Whoa. They shot in Switzerland in a place called Grindelwald. Does this mean there's a crossover between Star Wars and the Harry Potter universe? I never realized this, but there has to be. I mean, what are Jedi but wizards? But wizards. But wizards? <laughs> what are Jedi's, question mark? But wizards. <laughs> oh, goodness. That's awesome. So, uh, you know uh, Mr. Christensen that played... Hawkins, Guy <laughs> Oh, no, not Hans Christensen. Oh, uh, no, Hayden. Hayden, 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 Christensen. Hayden Christensen. Yeah. I know somebody who went to high school with his cousin. All right. Back <laughs> to the show. Anyways, my point was, you know, he played Anakin Skywalker in the two... Second and third. Yeah. Uh, second and third. Yeah. Yeah. Third, yeah, third, yeah, yeah episode yeah. two and three. And then they kind of shoved him in there as the ghost at the end of the uh, Return of the Jedi in the the remake yeah they took out the old guy whose name I can't remember right now and they put Hayden Christensen ghost in there so I saw Mr. Christensen in a movie called Little Italy did you really (laughs) tell me more have you seen Little Italy is it about pizza oh it's all about pizza I hope you're it's it's a classic Romeo and Juliet love story excellent with Hayden Christensen and Emma Roberts is that her name (laughs) I mean that is a person. But is I, is I, that person? I can't a person? guarantee if that's the right person. Well, I'm just going to confirm before we move on. Yes, Emma Roberts, Hayden Christensen, and Emma Roberts. Rival pizzerias. They are in love. It's just a lovely story. It is so weird <laughs> to see him in that role, when I expect him to be Anakin. But also, can I just say, I hated him as Anakin. I thought he was woefully miscast. See, the problem with Anakin, and we're we're getting into it, guys, all right? This is third glass of wine, and we're talking about Star Wars, so there's no end in sight. Anakin was supposed to be a war hero. He was supposed to be a soldier. He was supposed to be a pilot. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for like what I what I consider to be like air force yeah, so like, like, like soldier, mainly Right? Yeah. He's, he's supposed like to have like, toy. you know, like he just whines all the time. He's still got a rat tail. Oh my He's like gosh, super that annoying so all the time. Annoying. And I I just know I don't know, I was looking for more of a Tom Cruise Top Gun kind of guy who like yeah, he's got a little cocky, but he knows mm-hmm. what he's doing. He's very good at what he's doing, but he's not sitting there whining about stuff that's going on. Does Tom Cruise whine in Top Gun? Probably. Probably. It's been a little bit too long. You know who I think would have been the perfect Anakin? Go on. And I'm interested to hear your opinion as well. Yeah. The one, the only, mm. Dwayne the Rock Oh Johnson. my god. I was not thinking that, but now I wish I had been thinking that. Alternatively, James Franco. James Franco would... Oh, my God. Actually, Hayden Hayden Christensen and James Franco are very similar in a lot of what they do. Right. And that um, they both <laughs> don't belong in the role of Anakin. <laughs> I don't know. All right. All right. So, yes, James Franco, I feel like from the roles that I've seen him in would not be a good Anakin. However, he's mm-hmm. that kind of method actor that I feel like if you told him, go figure out how to be a soldier, he would spend three years in Iraq figuring out how to be a soldier. Because mm-hmm. that guy's kind of nuts sometimes. Um, yeah. Did you see him in uh, the interview? Is that the the Kim Jong Il? Yeah, it is. No, I did not. What? It was your. I'm not trying to get my computer. It was your duty as an American to download and watch that that movie to North Korea. Uh, I mean, I did it. Oh, good. I paid my. I paid my nine dollars or something. I don't. I don't remember. I paid money. Paid a good old American money to watch that film. All right. So who do you think, in place of Hayden Christensen, or if you're a crazy person, I guess you could pick Hayden Christensen. Who Mm. do you think should have played? Uh, the Anakin Skywalker. So this came out back in um, back in the good old days, two, oh early two thousands. Yeah, two thousand four, yeah. I think. no, 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 no. Two thousand one is when Episode two came out, because ninety nine was Episode one, and then two thousand one was Episode two, and then two thousand three was Episode three. You're so, so close, but... It's not. 2002 instead of 2001. All of these listeners are cringy. Oh. Phantom Menace, arguably the best <laughs> Star Wars movie you of got all it. time, was 1999. Yeah. I got that one. You yeah. did get that one. Attack of Clones, episode 2, is... 2002. 2002. Yeah, 2002. Okay. And then Revenge of the S- Sith. <laughs> Revenge of the Sith, though. That Revenge of the Sith, though, was 2002. Five, two 2005 okay. Released Six years to the day From Fanta Fantas <laughs> Phantom Menace Fancy Menace Fancy Menace <laughs> Yeah Remake That's the drag queen remake <laughs> of the Fancy That Menace. RuPaul is going to do Because we yeah. keep demanding it RuPaul's the Fancy Menace <laughs> Come on public Get behind <laughs> us uh, I think we need a Twitter Yeah Alright Wait, wait I thought you set up a Twitter Didn't you? You got like an Instagram and a hashtag and all that? Maybe I did. I feel like you did. Wow. Okay. The internet is amazing. It is, though. You know what also is great? Memory. Also, say what you will about this $3 wine. It has the same uh, amount of alcohol in it as normal (laughs) It turns out flavor is not a necessary factor. Agreed. Yeah. Here we go. (laughs) I just spilled a lot. You're, you're, I got really excited. I mean, act professional. Uh, All right, so right. No, me, I no, no, no. no, Okay, so the point that I wanted to make is, okay, so this happened back in 2002. Who's Dubro who played Captain America? Chris Evans. Chris Evans would be a fantastic Anakin Skywalker because he's a little younger. I think he's still okay. built, though. No, 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 no. Okay, because this happened. So Chris Evans... Not Captain America. Not Captain Chris America. Evans. Did you ever see the Fantastic 4? Yes, I think that. that first when the he build was that he has he was there. the Human Torch or Cellular. He has a similar build. He's shirtless in that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, adding that to the movie <laughs> watch list. Um, we're just going to go on a tour of shirtless Criven Criven and <laughs> Chris Evans. This is really falling apart. <laughs> I think that's the point of Wine ads. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, so Chris Evans I I, 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 I thought shirtless about that. Chris Evans circa 2002 would be a better Hayden Christensen, then Anakin Skywalker. I think you know what you did there. <laughs> you think it was on purpose? I, I just, I knew, there's no way to tell. We gotta watch the Little Little Italy together. I, you know, this is really messing with me because that was my favorite pizza place. In Auburn? Yes, yes, it was so good! Because there's nowhere else in the world where mm. you can get a pitcher of beer for like two Five, bucks. Nope. Well, the, I think PBR was, like, 250. Yeah. Shock Top was five. Yeah, and so you, I, you start with Shock Top, yeah, and was, then at three uh, pitchers yeah, in, you go to PBR, right? right? It's fine. And then after those three pitchers, you move to the Winkin' Owl. You moved to the Winking. Mink, wow. You are wow. literally falling apart. I am not nude. falling apart. So either. let me ask you this. Of the new Star Wars movies, hmm. which one is your favorite? I still Noobing like... from The Force Awakens to Solo? Is the most recent one? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Um... I'm going to say The Force Awakens because mm, The Last Jedi. It, okay, okay. so we're in part two of a trilogy right now. And I cannot, I cannot determine how good the second movie is because so much of what the second movie is doing depends upon being fulfilled in the third movie. It's like, as all things are, Pirates of the Caribbean. Now, as we all remember, Pirates uh. of the Caribbean 1 was a standalone film. It was fine from... Beginning until end, everything wrapped up. It was good. We could have left and never come back. You come back, Pirates of the Caribbean 2, you got a big cliffhanger there at the end. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it because it's really great. Jack Sparrow is going up and it's all crazy. But then, it work for the people that made Pirates of the Caribbean? Disney? This episode is not sponsored by Disney. Yeah, yeah. but you're getting a cut. I am absolutely... you're, you're talking like way too positively about Pirates of the Caribbean 2, which was not that good. It was a fantastic movie. True story. The only movie that I have ever snuck into or sneaked into, as other people might say. All right, and now tell me, tell uh, the audience, what is your degree? Degrees. Degrees. Yes, what are your degrees? So English, sorry. Language, and Literature. Both? Which, two degrees. They're always always put side by side. Okay. And you don't know which word. No, because I have a degree in English language and literature, I understand that none of this matters. And then in another 30 years, all the rules will change. Do you think it's a little closed-minded and elitist to get an English language and literature? major well i am american so i don't really believe in other languages yeah that sounds about right yeah (laughs) so i i i understand where you're going with this with pirates of the caribbean but back on star wars i think you're failing to remember that rogue one is one of the options it is one of the options and rogue one is arguably a perfect film it is the best star wars Mm. movie i'm willing to say that Anybody who wants to challenge me, including Rod the Surfer Guy or Darren, please, please call in. I beg of you. I will fight you tooth and nail on this. Rogue One is the best Star Wars movie of all time. Or go directly to his address in Buckhead at that mansion (laughs) that I discussed earlier. I can't find the address right now. Darren's going to send it out in the notes later. That's my opinion. That is, I mean, it it is arguably perfect. I think we can all agree. The only thing that I found a little off-putting do you remember when... Uh, okay, so the guy who wound up raising her because her dad got taken away. Right. Have you seen this movie? Because you just named a character from another movie. You're talking about Pirates of the Caribbean? No. I'm talking about... Jack Sparrow? <laughs> 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 I'm talking about the Lonely no, no. Islands version. And Felicity um, Jones' character. Yes. Who is... I'm leaving this up to you, buddy. Yeah, yeah I'm sure you are, because you're frantically Googling it right Googling now. It's not, I'm not frantically Googling it. Um, no. It no. starts with a J, ends with an N. Jaden. Jaden. Jaden Solo was from the old canon. We can't yeah, talk about that's him That's the anymore. Will Smith. No, 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 no. That is Will Smith. That is, that is true. But no. Um,
1: if also, you write... Will
0: Smith is Anakin Skywalker. I'm okay with that, even. Actually, why does Anakin Skywalker have to be white? Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Mm -hmm. Why? Shining a spotlight on America right now. Right there? I mean, yeah, Luke is white. Tyler Perry as Anakin Skywalker. Or hell, let's see Medea. I want to see Medea. Yes, that is a fantastic idea. I think Medea could be Anakin Skywalker if she tried hard enough. And you know she does because she's a strong, independent woman. She is. Who never takes no for an answer. That's what and I love about it. At least by the title of the movie I've never seen, she is mad, and Anakin is known for his anger. It's true. Mm-hmm. He kills all those kids. It's kind of sad. It is kind of sad. That's uh, not a um, way to bring down the moment. Moment of silence. <laughs> <laughs> moment of <laughs> oh, that's we, young just, we, just, we just poured out uh, uh, <laughs> a drop, I think. Of, of winking out. I think yeah. that's disrespectful, <laughs> to pour out a drop Can of Can we pour owl. more wine in for them? Is mm-hmm. that... hmm 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> for all the younglings lost in that great battle Do you did think, you think some were... of them actually like dueled him like there was one yeah, guy who sure. was, top, there of was yeah, top of his class he was for sure going yeah. you know toe to toe with Anakin I, I mean, would like to see that very very disturbing battle where a, a child is yeah because that one kid for like him? 30 seconds is a total badass and yeah, just and like this, fights against I the think they yeah. should have shown that because that's just a perfect you know symbol for life it is and that's what the public really wants to see well i think we should wrap up because uh donuts are here yeah because we can hear the garage i hear the garage about, but we didn't get to get to the uh disappointing and hero dad moments of the week my disappointing dad moment of the week is not getting to those moments Oh, man. That is disappointing. Yeah. Hero dad moment? That one time that I defended a group of young... What are they called? Younglings? Younglings. Younglings against a tyrant with a lightsaber. Also... And changed the course of Star Wars history. What kind of society is this that has to rename the word children? Right. <laughs> like younglings? Like, that sounds insane. Like, every, they're still speaking English in all of this. Why isn't children Okay. I don't think we'll ever know the answer to that. Yeah, no. I, I just have to mention this. Um, our, our wives went out away, to the far away. And as they were leaving, we were trying to strap my son into this new carrier that we got. Because the carrier that we had before didn't allow him to face outwards like the baby does in The Hangover. Which is all I want in life, is to be able to carry my son around like Zach Galifianakis does on The Hangover. Hmm. So we got one, and... Now my son hates it, and I'm, like, super disappointed in him because this mm-hmm. is all I wanted as a father is to be able to carry him around like this. And he just wants to face inwards and hug me. I'm like, thanks. I love you. Yeah, that yeah. must be really hard. It for is your, very your hard. To yeah. you like just, to, you know, wanted to be loved and comforted mm-hmm. like this. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. very hard on me. Yeah. So that's my – I don't know if that's a – that's probably a disappointing dad moment. I'm, I'm, yeah. That's my disappointed in you as a dad. <laughs> that's moment. a disappointed podcaster moment right yeah. there. Where, unfortunately, well, an hour and fifteen minutes we just had drinking really? wine and talking about movies. And yeah, we did. We discussed several films of the Medea and other quality. Yeah, all quality. I think that's how the video store should be broken up: Medea and other. Medea <laughs> <Yeah>, and other. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we have for this week. Of Wine Dads, movie, movie night, night. question Two? mark, question mark, The Reckoning, The Reckoning. Yeah. All right. Goodbye. And feel free goodnight. to reach out on Twitter, Instagram, email, email cell phone Facebook yeah well I'll put Eric's cell phone number in the notes yeah definitely do that we have Corey's address already and uh, that should be good so yeah flood us we don't know what any of these are no as far as our account but I assume if we if we stop recording all of that will just go onto the internet right like that's how the internet works let's find out alright here we go goodbye